Welcome to the Grace-Filled and Graceful podcast, where we go from chaos to confirmation, confusion to clarity, and self-conscious to confident when building your online business using your God-given strengths. I'm Jennifer Emanuel, and inside we're creating full-time fulfilling income in a way that feels great to our souls. Let's get started. Hey, welcome back to Grace-Filled and Graceful. It's Jennifer, and I am glad that uh, you uh, enjoyed a fabulous Christmas time. I'm just believing that you did. And uh, the more and more that I go through my travels around the sun, <laughs> the more I get older, um, I, I'm starting to see that the, I, I, I've heard it growing up that Christmas, the celebration, the morning of Christmas and the Christmas tree and the presents and all that is for children. And I'm almost to the 50-year-old mark, and I'm seeing that more and more I believe that because less and less do I want anybody to give me anything. I'm trying to get rid of stuff. I don't want more stuff. <laughs> and, I, you know, I you know at the beginning of your adulthood, you need things for, you know, your house or your apartment or, you know, just the typical things you need to be an adult, a blender or um, pots and pans. or And, you know, pots and pans can last you a whole lifetime. So, once you get all that stuff, it's like, you. I don't need any more. I don't need any more. Um, now, working with my kiddos, more is better for them. It doesn't even matter what it is. It's more of it, more of anything is better. Um, so I think that that's one thing that, that changes is the quality and the quantity. But definitely, I just, I just didn't. I I just didn't need anything this year and I was completely okay not asking for anything. You know, I take that back. I did ask for a gift certificate for Amazon because I'm looking to grow some um sprouts on my counter. I read this great book about how to grow your own sprouts, pea sprouts and buckwheat sprouts, I think, and sunflower seed sprouts. Um, on your on your countertop, or you can do it, you know, in a window or whatever. Um, but that it, you know, the book made it look easy, so I'm anticipating ease. <laughs> and um, no, I think yeah. So that's that's what I, I had asked for, just a gift card for that. So I will keep you up to date on how that goes. But anyways, um, welcome back. We have this one week between Christmas and New Year's. And this week in our podcast, we are wrapping up with the characteristics of the administrator as well as the compassion person. And if you remember, we have been talking about some characteristics of them and then some of the things that tend to trip them up. Because even though we're given a gift, if we rely too much on ourselves, uh, the gift is is really going to slow us down and trip us up. And so these uh, are some things to look out for. I am taking this information from my favorite book about spiritual gifting. It's, by, it's called um, Discover Your God-Given Gifts. And it's uh, by Don and Katie Fortune. That link is in the show notes. Um, but in the book, uh, I wanted to let you know that there's an additional section that I'm not going over. So there's the characteristics of each of the spiritual gifts and some of the problems that they may see. Um, and then there's an entire chapter for each one of the spiritual gifts on um, people that uh, show these gifting, show this gifting um, in the Bible. So you have some um, some. People that you know are just like you, and you can refer to them and kind of how they handle different situations, which I think is a really useful tool. All right, so um, let's get started. 
Uh, we're going to start with the characteristics of the administrator. And uh, if you remember from last time, there's a number of them. There's, uh, and I'm just touching on the numbers of them and then going right into the problems that are associated with some of them. All right, characteristics of the administrator. So the administrator is looked at as kind of the, um, the leader. Now, there's one thing that they wrote in this book that I'm not... I'm not a hundred percent behind. <laughs> uh, th this is just because of what I have seen happen with myself. So, the administrator is the born leader, is what it says, and I think that yeah, there are people that tend to have that in them. Um, that from young young age, they are rallying the troops and leading them to do different things. But I don't think I felt like I was a leader until I was probably almost in my 30s. Um, but in growing a business, you are a sort of a leader, especially if you're taking not only your skills, but your experience. So I really don't believe that only the leaders that can actually lead a group of people are all born that way. I think that once you have skills and experience under your belt, that you could lead people that way. And um, so I think leaders can be born, but they I think they can also be grown into the leadership role. Um, this one is for talk talking specifically about the spiritual gift of leadership. And so uh, let's get back on task here. <laughs> okay. Number one, they are highly motivated to organize that for which they are responsible, okay? Number two, they express ideas and organization in ways that communicate clearly. They like to use charts, diagrams, outlines, graphs, and other visual aids uh, to really help communicate what it is that they're trying to lead and do. Number three, they prefer to be under authority in order to have authority, Okay, this one's a little a little bit strange, huh? Okay, so administrators understand, honor, and respect authority structure. They feel comfortable with them, and whether they're at the top or somewhere within the system. Okay, that that kind of brings some clarity. So they honor authority as well as being authority. Okay, number four, will not take responsibility unless de delegated by those in authority. Because they have a keen respect for the authority, the administrator will never deliberately usurp it. So they respect that position, and they're not going to try to take it from somebody else. Uh, number five, they will assume responsibilities if no specific leadership exists. So if nobody steps up to the plate, they're going to be like, okay, come on, let's, I'm, I'll do it, come on, that kind of a situation. Okay, number six, especially enjoys working on long-range goals and projects. Number seven, is a visionary person with a broad perspective. Number eight, they easily facilitate resources and people to accomplish tasks and goals. So what do, they've been given uh, resources and people, and they kind of plug them in to where they need to to help create the end goal. All right, number nine, they enjoy delegating tasks and supervising people. Now, delegating is something that can be learned as well. Uh, not everybody is um strong at that. And I think that stepping into a leadership role uh, when you are feeling called that way, delegation is a skill that I think can be learned. Um, but in general, they enjoy delegating tasks and supervising people. All right, number 10, they will endure criticism in order to accomplish the ultimate task. So they're willing to take the brunt of people's wrath. <laughs> 
<laughs> because they know what's important. They know that the task is important. And so they're willing to, you know, handle what, what comes at them. And, you know, when you're going into a situation and you expect that it's going to come um, and you know that that's part of being in that leadership role, it kind of just rolls off your back. Okay, number 11. They have great zeal and enthusiasm for whatever it is that they're involved in. 12. They find greatest fulfillment and joy in working to accomplish goals. So those people that feel like they have to be working towards something, it's difficult for them to not have anything to do. 13. Is uh, willing to let others get the credit in order to get the job done. So the most important thing to them, more so than them getting credit about something, is actually getting the job done. 14. They prefer to move on to a new challenge once something is completed. 15, they constantly write notes to themselves. That's what it says. They constantly write notes to themselves. They daily write reminder notes to themselves and make lists of things to do, calls to make, and goals to accomplish. Number 16, it is a natural and capable leader. Number 17, knows when to keep old methods going and when to introduce new ones. And 18, enjoys working with and being around people. 19, they want to see things completed as quickly as possible, so they're about efficiency. And finally, 20, does not enjoy doing routine tasks. So doing the same thing over and over and over again leads probably to boredom. Okay, here's some problems of the administrator. Number one, they become upset when others do not share the same vision or goals. Okay, two, they develop outer callousness due to being a target for criticism. Okay, so they know that being in a leadership position, they're going to be hurled, things are going to be hurled at them figuratively, um, hopefully, <laughs> not, not literally, um, but um, they can kind of get kind of callous and and a little cold. Okay, number three, they can regress into using people to accomplish goals. Number four, they tend to drive themselves and neglect personal and family needs. Number five, they neglect routine home responsibilities due to intense interest in the job. Wrapping up uh, the spiritual gifting overview, uh, we're going to finish with the characteristics of the compassion person. And there is a little note here that said that of all the gifts, that of the compassion is that of compassion is far the most frequently bestowed. So more people have this spiritual gift than the rest. Okay, which you can see in the world. Um, I think that it's important to have compassion. It must be because God has given us, you know, the most amount of this spiritual gift sprinkled around the world. Um, but thank goodness there's everybody, the whole body, so that when we get to the problems of the compassion person, you can see that finally, just like with all the other spiritual gifts, to run the world with just one spiritual gifting <laughs> would completely devastate the whole society. Okay, so let's get started. Number one, has tremendous capacity to show love. Number two, they always look for the good in people. They sense, this is number three, they sense the spiritual and emotional atmosphere of a group or an individual. So they can walk into the room and kind of sense what's going on there. Number four, is, atta is attracted to people who are hurting or in distress. Number five, they take action to remove the hurts and relieve distress in others. Six, they're more concerned for mental and emotional distress than physical distress. Number seven, they are motivated to help people have right relationships with one another. And eight, they love opportunities to give preferences or places 
They love opportunities to give preference or place to others. So these are the people who will open the door to you, let let them, you know, you can get in front of them in line. Okay, number nine, they take care with words and actions to avoid hurting others. And isn't that great that that's more more of us on this earth than than all the other ones? It's 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 the compassion person that can definitely teach us a thing or two about getting along with others. Ten easily detects insincerity or wrong motives. Eleven is drawn to others with the gift of compassion. They kind of attract each other. Uh, so I could see how that yeah I could see how that plays through with society. Okay, number 12, loves to do thoughtful things for others. Number 13, is trusting and trustworthy. 14, they avoid conflicts and confrontation. 15, they don't like to be rushed in a job or activity. Number 16, is typically cheerful and joyful. 17, they are ruled by their heart rather than their head. 18, they rejoice to see others blessed and grievers to see. Sorry, sorry. Number 18, rejoices to see others blessed and grieves to see others hurt. 19, they are a crusader for good causes. And number 20, they intercede for the hurts and problems of others. And wrapping up today, we're going to talk about the, the problems of the compassion person. So some things that may trip them up um, while they are walking their road. Number one, they tend to be indecisive. Number two, it's often prone to take up another person's offense. So because a compassionate person cannot stand to see another person hurt or offended, he's quick to take up the offended person's cause. Number three, is easily hurt by others. Uh, number four, empathizes too much with the suffering of others. Number five, they, uh, their affectionate nature is often misinterpreted by the opposite sex because the compassionate person has the ability to show love and because so many people need to feel loved, it's easy for their affection to be misconstrued by a member of the opposite sex. Well, not only have we wrapped up the overview of the God-given gifts, um, but we have wrapped up our season. I am glad that we got to hang out with each other weekly for this important part of the Answering the Call program. And um, now that the new year is upon us, more and more I'm seeing the importance of people learning about this bottom line gift you know, there's so many other assessments that we can take that shows us different things, but this is the core of who we are as Christians and the most important reason, the most important, uh, I guess, reason, yeah, that we are here to do the work of God. So congratulations on finishing season three. We're going to start uh, in January with season four, and I have so many different ideas, including some guests already lined up to speak. And so I'm going to do my best to come up with a theme for this season, for season four, um, so that we can keep it organized and um, complete as as we go through the different seasons here. But uh, for everybody, Happy New Year. I hope you have a great New Year celebration. And uh, I hope everybody is safe and healthy. The weather that we had over Christmas, the uh, almost all of America was just crazy. And um, I pray that you and your family are safe and healthy. Thanks for hanging with us for this third season. And we'll see you next year.